Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. In today's episode, I want to talk about how grinding isn't just for video games. So if you watched my last episode, I was talking about um, the sacrifices we make. And specifically, I was discussing how I essentially had to stop paying attention to my business for nearly an entire week. I had to rearrange all my appointments. I had to cancel a bunch of stuff in order to be able to help my wife with some a project that she was working on. And in that, I, I mentioned how I'm not a big fan fan of the grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle culture. And the reason for that is just because honestly, I did it for, for years. I, um, when I was an attorney, I, all the, the motivational books that I read, all the business development books that I read, everybody's like, you got to grind, 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 grind. You got to, you know, give up all of your hobbies, have no fun, just do nothing but work until you finally make it. And then you can enjoy your life when you're finally 60. And I guess I kind of bought into that because I was working my, my tail off, just working, 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 working. And I, I honestly didn't even play video games for like three years. At one point when I was an attorney, I just didn't have the time for it because, you know, I would get up at 5 a.m. I would work all day until 11 o'clock. And then that's when I would spend, you know, an hour with my wife before going to bed. And there was no time in between for any kind of enjoyment. Um, but I don't want you all to think that I, I completely condone any type of grinding. That's not, that's not what I'm, I mean. Um, just like in any video game, if you have to grind out, you know, a bunch of monsters in order to be able to get that one drop in order to make things happen, sometimes you have to grind. Sometimes you literally just have to set everything else aside and focus on nothing but the work. And that's what I did that this past week. I did pretty much nothing but working. I, uh, I was working 20 hour days, sleeping maybe three to four hours a night. And I will tell you, it is catching up with me. Um, <laughs> um, I took a nap today and I don't remember when going to sleep. <laughs> um, but you know, sometimes you have to do this. Sometimes it, it's the only option is to sit there, stare your the, your opponent in the face, whatever that opponent is. Maybe it's a research project. Maybe it's a, um, a video that you're making. Maybe it's, you know, just a person that you have to deal with and you have to spend a, an appreciable amount of time and focus on nothing but el nothing but that one thing. And you, you've hustle, right? And so I don't want you all to think that I completely condone it or condone is not probably not the right word. Um, definitely not the right word. I do, I do condone grinding every now and then. Um, uh, I don't, um, I don't want you to think I I'm telling you not to ever because there is a time and a place for it. The issue happens when an entrepreneur does nothing but grind. They set aside their family. They set aside their hobbies. They set aside their friends. They set aside everything that makes life worth living in order to focus on this one thing. And the, the issue with it is that the, the vast majority of businesses fail. Uh, you know, to be completely honest, uh, something like eight in 10 businesses fail in the first five years. And then of the one fifth of businesses that survive the first five years, another eight in 10 fail then in the next five years. So what we're talking about is most businesses are rushing toward their doom and they just don't realize it yet. So with that in mind, your business could be one of those, those ones that fail. You know, it, it Ultimately, it doesn't come down to the work that you put in. It's not the amount of hours that you put in, although there are situations where it, it does matter. 
it's, it has more to do with the plan that you have in place. And that's why I end all of these solo podcasts with organization is the enemy of sloth. I say it every single time, right? And that's because that is the true the true character of whether you're going to have a successful business or not is how organized that business is in its me uh, method of creating money. All right. So if you have a very well planned out business marketing and sales plan that has projections and um, everything, all your numbers are based on generally acceptable accounting principles. And you know how things are going to work because you've, you've priced it all out and you've done the projections and you know what your budgets are. That kind of business is more likely to survive than the business where you have a wing and a prayer and you have the passion. This is the most brilliant idea you've ever come up with and you're going to make it happen. And you work 20 hours a day, every day for three years, that business may not survive because of the fact there isn't a great plan. At some point, you're going to come up against a, another business owner who would like to do business with you, but they just don't see the future in the business because you don't have the plan to make it happen. So I, I did have this happen to me once. My wife and I had uh, developed an information product. It was uh, targeting the real estate market. And um, you, know, you would think, well, yeah, what would it have to do with real estate? Well, I, um, like I said, I was a business law attorney. And so being attorneys generally, we, we could learn any type of law we wanted, right? All we got to do is pull out the books and study it. And that's what we did. And we realized most real estate investors had absolutely no clue about the laws that have uh, um, applied to the business of real estate investing, um, specifically being a landlord. And I knew that because my wife had purchased a $14,000 course on real estate investing. And one of the very first things they tell you is to go to a real estate investment association in your local area. And so we did. And we met a lot of people and we joined up all these different groups and we listened to people's issues. We listened to their problems. We knew what it was that they said that they wanted. And so we created a, an info product based on what it was they wanted. And so so not only did we show them the law, we also showed them how to do the marketing. We showed how to do all the stuff that we were doing for our law practice in order to build our business. And so we had this product and we took it to a person who was very big in the real estate space, like really, really big in the real estate space. And we're like, we would love to sell you this product. And he's like, oh, awesome. Like, I, I like what you got here. I like the product. I like the information. I like what you're doing. Um, how much do you want? And it was at that point, we realized we had no idea what we were doing because we had no idea how much it was worth, right? Like how much is this worth to this guy who's got something like a hundred thousand um, subscribers to his thing that he could just send an email blast and potentially make several million dollars by selling our thing for a hundred bucks or a thousand dollars or something, right? How much is that worth, you know, time value money right now as we're selling it to him? So we, we made a proposal that he basically laughed at us and told us to go away because we didn't know what we were doing then. And I will tell you, um, as a guest told me just the other day when I was interviewing, an entrepreneur only makes a mistake once right? You, you are in business, you're going along and then you screw up so bad that you kick yourself for years for it. Like that, that one I just told you about, I kicked myself for a long time. Like, how did I not know how to figure out the value of the thing that I was selling? Well, at that particular point in time, I didn't know how to figure it out. I very quickly figured it out thereafter, but at that point I didn't. And so I made the mistake and it cost me a, a fairly lucrative 
business deal. And because of that, I had to study and I learned and I started talking to other people. And, and when I was at the consulting firm here in Las Vegas, you know, a couple of years later, I remembered that mistake I made. And so when I was discussing with my clients, the kinds of things that they needed to focus on, I made sure that they understood their value and how do you figure out that value? And, you know, making sure that you have those numbers backed up by something that is uh, fairly tangible uh, as an example, like, going to an accountant and having an accountant's office uh, actually look at the numbers and run it and make sure that your numbers are solid because the accountants don't just do taxes. A lot of people think accountants are just for taxes and that's not necessarily true. Accountants do more than that. They actually look at numbers and make sure that your future projections are legitimate. And that's kind of the main thing I think about when I think about an accountant nowadays. Um, if I think of taxes, I'm actually thinking of a tax preparer, um, not necessarily an accountant. Accountants do it, but they charge too much. <laughs> they, they're, they're glorified tax preparers for the most part. Um, and I'm sure a lot of them resent it, but that's neither here nor there. The point I'm trying to make is organization is the enemy of sloth. Okay, It's not enough to grind all the time. There is a time and a place for it. I, I had to grind this past week. I was working 20 hours a day, every day for like six days straight. And I didn't see the light of day. My window right next to here, you guys have never seen this. It's completely blacked out um, with trash bags, like four black trash bags deep. No light comes into this room. I worked straight. I didn't know what time of day it was. I was just working, working, fell asleep on a cot real quick, pop back up, work, work, work. And it was because I had a specific project I had to finish. Once I was done with it, I slept. I slept a lot. I took another nap today. I plan on going to bed early today. I've noticed while doing interviews today, I got a little bit of like wrinkles under my eyes because of you know, just how tired I still am. And I'm catching up on my sleep. But once I've caught back up on my sleep, I can get back into my normal rhythm and get back on with having a real business again, rather than living the grind hustle lifestyle. So that's what I want to talk to you all about today. It's not always about grinding. Sometimes you have to though. And I know every now and then I say, you know, grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. It's not the way to, to, be, to, to be successful. And it's true. However, it doesn't mean you don't have to do it. I, I, I want to make sure everybody understands the difference between what I'm saying and what I'm actually intending you all to do. All right. Don't be just a gamer. Be a gamerpreneur. 